Welcome to this episode of Proximocast Industry News. Every week we take you through the top news across the energy, infrastructure and project finance markets. I'm your host, Naomi Wood, reporting to you from London and today is the 12th of June. Before we get into the latest news stories, this week the Proximo team are in Lisbon at the Epic Sana Lisboa Hotel on the 14th and 15th for Proximo Europe 2023 Financing Infrastructure and the Energy Transition. Discover the exceptional lineup of speakers who will enlighten you with their expertise on a wide range of topics, including sustainable finance, digitization, and addressing the need of developers in today's market climates, all within the realm of project finance in the infrastructure and energy. With industry powerhouses such as Sonidex, Alliance Capital Partners, Grenergy, Macari, Ocean Winds, Maple Power, MUFG, and Solar Ventures, this is the event of the region. If you can't make it in person, you can still register for a virtual pass to watch all the sessions live. Email us at marketing at proximoinfra.com for more details. And to all our Proximo Intelligence subscribers, you can live stream the event directly on the website, attend it virtually to take part in the networking, or watch the event on replay from next week. And now for the news. Digital 9 Infrastructure has signed a new green term loan debt facility for the Bern Global Iceland data centre platform. The £80 million syndicated facility with an uncommitted £40 million accordion provision is fully underwritten by Natixis and matures in 2028. The interest rate in the first three years is 3% per annum over the secured overnight financing rate, stepping up to 3.25% and 3.5% per annum in the fourth and fifth year respectively. The facility will be used to help fund Bern Global's growth capital expenditure pipeline, repay £40 million of a £49.5 million shareholder loan owned by Bern Global to DGI 9, and refinance Bern Global's existing £21 million bridge loan facility. As part of its annual five-year business plan, Bern Global has identified a growth capital expenditure pipeline of £391 million to the end of 2027 for the expansion of capacity of its data centre campus from the current 40 megawatts to over 96 megawatts. The company has also initiated a competitive process to syndicate a minority stake in the Bern Global group of companies, including its operating sites in Iceland, Finland and the UK to strategic capital partners. Iraq's Electricity Ministry has approved Total Energy's 1 gigawatt solar project located in the Atari oil field in Basra. The project is part of a larger $27 billion framework agreement between Iraq and France, signed in September 2021, which includes three contracts between the Iraqi Ministry of Oil and Total Energies, with the fourth contract specifically for the solar energy project in Basra. Total Energies previously stated in April that it would collaborate with Aquapower to develop a 1 gigawatt solar power plant to supply electricity to the Basra regional grid. NEOM has finalised contracts with investors for the first phase of its residential communities expansion that will house the region's growing workforce. The agreement amounts to a total value of over $5.6 billion, making it one of the largest international public-private partnerships for accommodation. The project will design, finance, build, operate and maintain 10 communities across NEOM, adding capacity for 95,000 more occupants once the first phase of the project is completed. The temporary accommodation needed during the construction period will be built as relocatable modular units which can be repurposed once the communities are no longer needed. The second phase of the temporary residential project is expected to be issued to the market in the coming months. In addition to the contract awards, NEOM is reviewing interests from investors with plans to shortlist pre-qualified participants from now. 
India's Tata Group signed an outline deal on building a lithium-ion cell factory based on investment of about $1.58 billion as part of the nation's effort to create its own electric vehicle supply chain. A joint statement on the Memorandum of Understanding between Tata's unit at Gratas Energy Storage Solutions and the government of the western state of Gujarat said the work on the plants, to be based in Sanand, was expected to start in less than three years. It would have initial manufacturing capacity of 20 gigawatts per hour, which could be doubled in the second phase of expansion. Compared to the size of its population, India's car market is tiny. Tata Motors dominates its electric vehicle sales, which make, made up just 1% of India's total car sales of about 3.8 million last year. The plant will go a long way in contributing to the development of the EV ecosystem in Gujarat and India, an official of the state government said. Elsewhere, Nexi and MUFG have signed an MOU to establish a blended finance scheme to support projects aligned with the Asia Zero Emission community. This MOU aims to promote the efforts by the two institutions to cooperate in establishing a finance scheme utilising blended finance to promote energy transition in Asia, with a future goal set for initiatives toward economic and social issues such as poverty eradication, sustainable economic development and stable supply of energy. The two institutions will also consider the framework under the Debt Fund Scheme to introduce public and private capital required for decarbonisation based on the circumstances of each country. The Japanese government has announced that the Asia Zero Emission Community Initiative to enhance cooperation with other Asian countries in promoting the energy transition and in leading the discussion on Asia's decarbonisation and economic growth with considerations to the regional circumstances. The government has also developed the Asia Energy Transition Initiative, which it strives to provide a variety of solutions to achieve decarbonisation in Asia. This MOU aligns with these initiatives led by the Japanese government. Renew Energy Global has entered into a partnership with Petronas subsidiary Gentari, where Gentari will purchase a 49% equity stake in Renew's 403 MW peak power project. Renew will invest $38 million for its 51% stake in the project and, through its affiliates, will undertake EPC, O&M and project management for the project. Aligned Data Centres signed on the debt facilities to back its acquisition of Latin American data centre provider OData last month. Founded in 2015 by Brazilian private equity firm Hatrio Investments and based in Sao Paulo, OData offers co-location services for three data centres in Brazil and one each in Colombia and Mexico. The company has started construction on a facility in Chile and is developing a new building in Rio de Janeiro and expanding its campus in Sao Paulo. At the launch of its first Mexican facility last year, the company said it will begin construction of a second 30MW data centre in Querétaro in the future and is also targeting Peru as its next market. Price for OData was not disclosed, but previous reports valued it at around $1.8 billion. The transaction is being equity funded by Aligned, alongside a preferred equity investment of 30% from funds managed by SDC Capital Partners. Signed on the 19th of May, the debt backing the deal totals $1.22 billion in the form of a five-year term loan. The lender lineup comprises of SMBC, MUFG, Deutsche Bank, Nomura Securities, Natixis, Societe Generale, BMP Paribas and Credit Agricole. CMF Group was admin and offshore collateral agent. South Coast Wind, the developer of an offshore wind lease area off the coast of Massachusetts, has started discussions with this US state to terminate its PPAs. 
South Coast Wind, a 2.4 gigawatt offshore wind project formerly known as Mayflower Wind, is being developed by a joint venture between Shell and Ocean Winds. The joint venture has developed two Mayflower Wind projects in the lease area so far, the 405 megawatt Mayflower Wind and the 804 megawatt Mayflower Wind 2, which were merged into one project last year and renamed into South Coast Project. The PPAs which South Coast Wind is now trying to cancel relate to a the first 1.2 gigawatts of the project, the company cited material and unforeseen supply chain and financing cost increases affecting the whole offshore wind industry. In pre-filed direct testimony with Rhode Island Energy Facility Siting Board, South Coast Wind's CEO Francis Slingsby said that the special purpose company also plans to rebid up combined PPAs into the next round in line with the path created in the recently released Massachusetts 8.3 CIB RFP. In the testimony, Slingsby added that although open to other solutions, termination and payment of the financial penalty for termination has become the prudent commercial course to realise the project, even after potential tax incentives are factored in. More details have emerged on Cordelio Power's financing of its 171-megawatt Moraine Sands wind project in the US. Moraine Sands is an MISO wind project located in Mason County, Illinois. The project is underpinned by a 100% PPA with Microsoft Corporation and construction is expected to be completed later this year. The $307 million of debt for the scheme is split between an $89 million construction plus three-year term loan a 153 million nine month tax equity bridge loan, a 6.3 million construction plus three year DSR facility, and a 57.9 million LC. MUFG, National Bank of Canada, Bank of Montreal, and Export Development Canada are the lenders, with HSBC as collateral agent. The tax equity bridge loan will be replaced by a long term commitment from JP Morgan Chase Co. once the project becomes operational. And that's all for this week. For more news, plus analysis, deals data, events and so much more, visit ProximoInfra.com. Thanks for listening and bye for now.